So I've I've enjoyed casinos for a long, long time. I probably I probably don't gamble as much as I used to. But when I was a kid, when I was I don't know. 12, 13, 14, and we moved to Southern California. We were a reasonably short drive from Las Vegas, and my dad really liked playing blackjack, and sometimes he would, he would take me out there, and they weren't quite as, as aggressive about keeping kids off the floor as they are now. Like, from time to time, they'd let me stand behind my dad and watch him play, and they won't let kids do that anymore. So I learned, blackjack and the rules of blackjack and a little bit about craps and all this stuff now i'm talking about the 1970s and you go into a lot of casinos these days and not all but most of the games that you see are games that i would have seen in the in the 1970s again not all of them there's been a little bit of innovation but uh my next guest is interested in bringing a lot more innovation Angel Espino was an army medic. I always want to mention folks who, who served our country. And, uh, and then he was in the army reserves. And for many years now, uh, 25 plus years now, he's been in the gaming business. And well, I think Angel, before we get, and, and, and he is now, by the way, the owner and creative director of Casino Gaming Development, which is what it sounds like and what we're going to talk about right now. So Angel, I'm guessing, first of all, welcome to KOA and thanks for doing this. Oh, Ross, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I should note, folks, Angel is joining us from the Ameristar Casino in, in Blackhawk. So uh, he's been in this business a long time. And I guess you probably had a similar feeling to what I had, which is like these games are getting a little stale, right? Uh, yes. Uh, the games, uh, especially the popular games that have been a staple of, of any casino property around the country, uh, they they were developed 30 years ago, some of them 20 Um you know, the, I guess the one that's the the youngest uh, that's still popular is probably been around ten years. So yeah, there's I, it seems like there's a new generation of players that are coming in, and I feel like we need to revamp uh, the, the the product, the library of games that that properties can offer. Uh, there was a Denver Post article about you, which is how I learned about you, and I believe it said that you were standing in, this, in the casino dealing something called Buffalo Blackjack. Did I read that right? And if so, what is it? Oh, okay. So, yes, one of the games that we offer is Buffalo Blackjack. And what that game is, is regular Blackjack. We just offer different uh, different wagers that you can bet on. Uh, one of them is 21 plus 3, where it's like you're betting on a poker hand. And then there's another, the Buffalo Blackjack side is the Buffalo Bust. The bus bed, you can bet that the dealer's going to bust. So it's regular Blackjack with just added on features to the game. Okay, and one of the things that I thought was, so you, you realize, obviously, because this is what you're doing, that in order for the, the casino to make money and everybody, you know, you, you need to you need to have games that are appealing to, as you said, a new generation of customers or even an older generation of customers who might be getting a little bit bored. And there was, a, there was an interesting story in, in the article that I want you to elaborate on a little bit here about you were dealing a hand of blackjack to a guy and this concept came up of, boy, I'd like to, like, he busted on a card and there's like, and, and then he said something like, boy, I'd, I'd, I'd pay money to return that card and get the next card or something. Can you tell us this story a bit? Oh, yes. Um, I had a, I already had the idea of a game, um, to be able to have a second chance at, at hitting a card in case you got a card you don't like or you double down on 11 and you got a 
got an ace instead of a 10, right? It happens to all of us. So you'll be able to burn the card. You don't want to get another card. So I already had the concept, already had the idea, but I knew you had to pay for it, for it to work. The player would have to pay a big. So I was just kind of questioning the concept. I'm like, it's probably not going to work. Nobody's going to want to pay to burn a card. So one day I was dealing and uh, there was a player that was playing to the T. I mean, the perfect strategy on blackjack. And he told me exactly, I'm going to hit, I'm going to bust, and you're going to pull a 21. And I was like, okay, well, then stay. And he's like, I don't stay. I always hit on my 16 against the 7, but I know what's going to happen. So the guy hits, he busts. (laughs) I flip over a card. I make a 21. And he goes, you see, I told you I was going to bust, and you were going to make a 21. Mm -hmm. So that's when I brought the question up because I already had the idea. I'm like, well, what if you can burn the card? And then hit again. So the guy gets off his seat and he's like, if you allow me to do that, I would pay to burn a card. Cause he knew he saved his hand. That was a $300 swing. So he's like, I would pay to burn a card. And then that's when, that's when it triggered in my head. I was like, well, maybe, maybe this game is viable. Maybe it is, it is possible to, to offer this concept. So are you developing that game or have you developed that game and, and all, and one, well, yeah, answer that. And then I got another one. Uh, yes. Uh, so I developed that game in 2016. Uh, it won the gold award and I want to say it was either 2018, 2019. Um, oh, I think it was 2019. It won a gold award, uh, at the cutting edge table games conference, but during COVID, I wasn't able to get it placed anywhere. So I sold it about 18 months ago. I sold it to an online gaming company, which, which they're in development right now. So we haven't really done a press release yet, but I was able to sell that game and, uh, 10, 10 whole games, five games and five concepts to an online gaming company. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I can imagine with the game you just described, I pay to burn a card. I can imagine this going two different ways. Either. You literally pay to burn the card, right? If you want to burn that card and take the next card instead, you have to put up an additional X percent of whatever your bet was. So that's one way I imagine you could do it. Another way, although I don't know, my my math is probably not quite this good. I don't know whether it's a big enough payment would be to change the rules so that like blackjack pays less than it otherwise would, but you could burn a card without having to actually put up more money immediately. So how are you doing this? Uh, so the way it worked out, the math worked out, the player would have to do upfront 20%. So for okay. every $5, you could put a dollar. For every quarter, you put a, a nickel, a $5 chip. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the only way the math worked work out for the house to still have a, a slight edge. And, you know, you always want to have a small house percentage, like regular blackjack is like 0.6. So what this did uh, by allowing the player to do that and pay a 20% big up front, uh, it brought the house edge back to like 1.27 or something like that, which was still very low. But if we didn't do that, the player would have over 20% house edge. So... Uh, after I sold the game, I thought about, I did some research on, on strategies. Like you said, maybe pay six to five on a blackjack. Is there another feature? Another feature that I could have added is kind of like what you do on free bet blackjack or blackjack switch or Spanish 21, uh, where the dealer is a push. If the dealer bust on 22, it could be a push. And I think that would have broken easy because the player wouldn't have to pay up front. So that could have been another avenue, but. 
But I didn't think about it till after the fact, after I sold the game. A listener wants to know if you think it is correct play to always split aces and always split eights. Yes, uh, you you always want to do that because the uh, the probability the math has been done on it uh, over a billion hand simulator. The the odds the odds are better for you when you do that. Uh, that's just the way the math dictates it. Um, if it's you look so up emotionally Mike difficult. Website on Wizard of Odds, yeah, uh, that is basic strategy. It doesn't seem like it sometimes when yeah. you do it. <laughs> but Man, it's, it's the better odds. It's, it's emotionally in, very difficult to split eights against a face card. Yes, it, it is. It is. Especially like when you split eights against a nine, you're like, yeah. why am I splitting eights against the nine and get two 18s yeah. against a potential 19, right? But, what? um, the way the odds play out, if you have more opportunities to make two, two strong hands, maybe you get a double down in between, uh, or catch an ace on an eight or something like that. This listener says, I like to double down when I have a 12 against the house having a six. What does he think about that? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't like it because there's a lot of face cards out there and I would just take the, I would just take <laughs> uh, that, the win. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I, I see it all the time. Uh, would I see you do somebody it? double down on a hard 12 and you're like, okay, double yeah. down on a hard 12. Yeah. You know? You'll see it. It's you funny. wouldn't You'll do it, it though, right? What's that? You wouldn't do it yourself, double down on a hard 12? I personally, I wouldn't because yeah. it's not in the basic strategy. Yeah. I, if, if I play blackjack, I would have to, I follow the strict rules of, uh, uh, the basic strategy. Okay. So there must be, you, you're probably not the only person in the world who's in the business of creating new games for casinos. What do you do differently from other companies in that business? I think I got lucky because I, I joined my degree. I have a industrial, a bachelor's of design degree from the Art Institute of Colorado. So I focused in product design. So that was, uh, that was very advantageous because I study, you know, product psychology, color psychology, human factors, ergonomics. Uh, you know, I, I really tap into the human psyche of, of product development and, so uh, applying that to my, I broke in in 1997 in the casino industry. So bringing decades of experience plus uh, design degree, I was able to met, put put it together. And I think that's where I have a little slight edge um, in, in game development. Plus, I still work in the industry. So every day I'm just watching, listening to what the players like, what they don't like about something. So I just do that. And then I got really lucky that I met I have really good friends, coworkers that we, that I put together a team that come and sell games with me. They, we, they go to conferences with me and I will run, I'll run an idea through them or, or they'll give me an idea and be like, Hey, what do you think about this concept? Nobody's ever done that. So by putting a really good team together, uh, just a lot of, a lot of experience in the industry. I think that's a huge advantage because there's a lot of developers in these conferences where these guys are, they're not in the industry. They're just, man, there's a guy that's a lawyer. There's another guy that's a professor. Yeah. There's another guy that's, you know, does accounting somewhere outside the industry. So that's why we have a huge advantage is that we're, we're hands on. Uh, dealers. We're talking with Angel Espino. He's the owner and creative director of Casino Gaming Development. The, their website is casino, casinogamingdevelopment.com. So what's the most interesting game you've ever developed and, and sold? Oh, the most interesting game that I personally like was, uh, was 
was the the blackjack burnout the one that you can burn a card yeah uh i think that game is ahead of its time uh i feel like in the next five years you know when this company online gaming company puts it out i think it's going to do really really well uh you know but so right now the new the ladies the latest game that i feel it's really going to take off is barbecue bakura it's a new version of bakura it's uh, the rules play apply the same it just has a new side bet I feel that that game's going to take the game of Bakra by storm. I really feel like it. We're going to launch it in March at the new Table Games Conference uh, in a couple of months. So that's a game you guys have developed? Yes, sir. Yes. Wow. Okay. Actually, so if you go to these conferences, I'm curious what the intellectual property protections are on these games. So, like, someone sees your idea for uh, Blackjack where you get to burn a card. What keeps them from stealing your idea and just playing it at the Bellagio? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, the the best thing I could do on my part when I do it from my legal standpoint, we, my patent attorney, we file a pen, we file copyrights and trademarks. Uh, but it, there's nothing that can really keep somebody, just take your concept, give it a new name, add a twist to the game, mm-hmm. and then refresh it. There's nothing that can stop it. Right now, the industry, it's kind of like the Wild West. Uh, people are just copying ideas and refreshing them. But the way my company stays ahead of the game is we're just going to keep creating and we're not going to look in the review mirror and see who's copying us. We're just going to keep pushing forward and innovate and innovate. So our whole objective is to get out there first, be the first to, uh, to put your, to plant the flag and put your game out there and be known. Uh, we've been, a, we won four gold awards in a row. So we established credibility that we're always coming with something fresh something new we don't copy games we don't take you know we don't copy and paste anything we just create new games all right last quick question for you because i know you got to get out there on the on the gaming floor so um you're you work at ameristar in in blackhawk and you're there right now um how do they feel about you being in this business and do you give them first shot uh to buy any game that you make uh, yeah, I think, I think the, the property, I love working here. They're very supportive of what I do. Uh, you know, when I need time off, I, I put in for a PTO. They're very flexible. So I, I feel like a really good family here with, uh, the company. I've been here 14 years going on 15. Um, the, the, we, I'm working on trying to get a new game here. So, so I'm crossing my fingers that this new game is attractive enough and then I can put it in, but, uh, it's all, I'm always trying to pitch the games every time I see my managers. <laughs> that, how cool would that be if you get to deal a game that you invented? That would be just amazing. It's my dream. It's my dream. Uh, that's on the bucket list. I yeah. would love to deal my own game one day before I retire. Fantastic. Angel Espino, former Army medic and owner and creative director of Casino Gaming Development, which is their website, CasinoGamingDevelopment.com. Just fascinating stuff. Thanks so much for your time. And of course, thank you for your service to our country. Thank you, Ross. I appreciate you having me here on your show. Thank you so much. Glad to do it.